lady ballers. Welcome back. We're soccer props. And it's game time. Welcome back, lady ballers. Lady ballers. Guys, we have two very special guests this week, Sammy and Christy Muiz. Um, I'm sure you've all heard of them before. They've been on the U.S. Women's National Team. They both play in the NWSL. And now Sammy's off to Man City. And they're just incredible sisters and soccer players. So we hope you enjoy. But before we get started, we have to tell you about this incredible documentary that just came out this past Wednesday that we were lucky enough to get an early screening of. It's about Osis Ashala, who you may remember in last year's final after coming on the field in the 87th minute and scoring Barcelona's only goal of the game, making history by becoming the first African to score in a Women's Champion League final. And in this documentary, Asisa talks about how playing on the world stage of women's football could quite have easily never happened for her. Growing up in an environment where girls weren't involved in sport, Asisa felt she had to hide the fact that she was playing football, and she had to keep it a secret from her family, which built into a troubled relationship over time, as you can imagine. She discusses the difficulty in having to make life-changing decisions without the support of her family at such a young age and with her only beacon of hope being her grandma, who actually sadly passed away. It was only when she won the Golden Ball and Golden Boot after she played in the FIFA U-20 Women's World Cup in 2014 that she began to build the relationship with her family again and has since claimed four African Women's Footballer of the Year prizes played in the 2019 FIFA Women's World Cup, and has been part of the top teams including Liverpool and Arsenal FC. She's also started her own foundation in South Africa to help create opportunities for young girls to get involved in football. Spreading that lady baller nation, I love it. Yeah. <laughs> so you have to check out this documentary, Lady Ballers. Zisad's story gave us goosebumps, and she's just such an inspiration. We can't recommend it enough. So you can find the details in the description of this podcast where you can watch it. Enjoy. So guys, thank you so much for having on this call with us. We're so excited to talk to you guys. Christy, where are you right now? I am in Steph McCaffrey's new Newport house and I've been here for a week and I've just overstayed my welcome completely and I, I just can't leave. Yeah, I'm like completely overstaying my welcome. It seem like a vacation because the weather's been so nice too. Oh, I know. It's great. Yeah. And um, Sammy, where are you right now? I'm in Manchester. I'm doing my quarantine um, to be here in the UK before I can start training with the team. So I'm in England. Are it's you all itching to get to training? Or is it kind of nice to have a moment? No, it's not nice. Well, <laughs> part, parts of it are fine. Like I've actually been thinking like, I like do yoga twice a day because I have nothing else to do. Um, and I've been like, watching tv and actually like catching up with people and like sleeping 10 hours a night so like no, it's not all bad for sure i feel like having some downtime is probably good for my like life longevity yeah. um but i'm like so itching to like get on the field and start training with the girls just because i like miss the team environment and miss soccer obviously so i'm excited for that but i'm halfway through so i have seven more days yeah that's awesome. So we're, we're so excited for you. We actually were in Man City working with the team in March. Um, oh, feels yeah. like it was here. Yeah, and the, the campus, the, um, the stadium, every single thing about Man City was just, like, unbelievable. We had such a great experience watching the team and everything, so we're pumped. The who did the laundry was, like, the sweetest woman in the whole world, and, like, she oh. put couches in her, like, the laundry room, and, like, she's oh. like, 
the like therapist for the team. Oh, that's <laughs> awesome. <laughs> therapist mom. <laughs> Apparently the players go in there and they like vent to her and stuff like that. And she's just like a shoulder to lean on. <laughs> oh my God. That's so sweet. Well, I'm so excited to meet everybody. Obviously I haven't met many people yet because I'm quarantining, but it'll be great. Have you played with any of those girls in the past? I've played against some of them, but I don't actually like, I haven't known anybody like personally very well. I kind of like tangen tangentially. There I go trying to use a big word. No, Janine. Um, like through Christy, so she's been like really nice and texting me and helping me a little bit. But um, I only know some of them like by name or by playing against them. That's awesome. Do you guys know? Uh, is it Jill Scott? Um, Jill Scott and who else? Janine Becky. We we worked with her too. Um, yeah. Yeah, they're awesome. So yeah, that's that's great. And although you have to quarantine, that stinks, but you'll be out there before you know it. <laughs> yeah. How are you guys? Like, what are you guys up to right now? Oh my gosh. Well, <laughs> it's kind of crazy because like all the teams, like seasons, all the, the young players, they're not, some people don't have seasons at all. Some people are still playing. So we're trying to kind of like survey everyone and try and keep up with what's going on. Um, and we're also leaning towards like the side of helping the players with their anxiety and stress right now, because it's more of like the mental stuff that we can help with and less physical stuff, you know? Can you give that to, to me as well? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Well, okay. So talk about your championship. Like we are so excited for you, Christy. Um, the dash was like, it was just so much fun to watch you guys win. um, we're sorry to hear about your hamstring injury, but how does it feel to be a champion? Yeah, I mean, it feels really good. Um, it's it's so funny because Steph McCaffrey came up with this really uh, funny quote, like at the beginning of the tournament, and she was like, um, she was like, the Dash are a freight train from hell. <laughs> <laughs> that's the so, like, so that's like literally just like it made me laugh so hard because it was like the beginning of the tournament. Like we obviously just didn't know how we were gonna do. Um, but it's just so true. Like we literally were a freight train from hell and it was, I mean, obviously like I was a little bit shocked at, you know, like how well we did, but, um, I just think that we just came together so much as a team. And I think we were just the team that wanted it the most. And it was, it was so special to win something like this that will probably never happen again. Um, obviously it was tournament style and, I think like there was obviously a little bit of luck involved, but um, I think we definitely deserved it. And we just had so much fun with it. I mean, it was like, I've said this a million times, but like, I've never actually really won anything before. So I was just like, so happy and so excited to be able to celebrate for once. Um, and I think what the picture of you with the beers, all the, beers. Oh my God. I know. And everyone just like loves that picture. And I, <laughs> I I think it's funny, but people just like go crazy about it. And I'm like, yeah, dash on. Yes. <laughs> Everyone loves that. But yeah, it was it was amazing. And it was it was so much fun. I mean, obviously the tournament was so difficult for everyone, just mentally and physically, but it was great and we're we're just really happy. Did you feel like the unconventional atmosphere and like the fact that everyone was kind of on even playing ground because there were so many unknowns and it was just so different for everyone. Do you think that that played to like your team's strengths of just being able to like adapt in the moment to that kind of schedule and being in the bubble and everything? 
Yeah, I just think we were, um, I mean, I'm sure other people would say otherwise, but I think we were just the team who wanted it the most. I think there were some teams who went into the tournament just kind of like, oh, this is a way to get games in. But like, we were just like, no, we're winning this. Like, this is our time. So we just took it super seriously and we gave it everything we had. And um, yeah, I mean, we just, we, we tried so hard. We were together. Um, there were so many ups and downs just on and off the field. And I think it just made us stronger as a group and we just battled it out. One of our favorite parts of the final was when um, you guys had the group huddle and I think it was Rachel Daly who was talking to everyone and she was so inspirational and the camera was like up in everyone's faces and we were saying I think Alana you said this you were like no one has ever like had a camera in a huddle like that where everyone can see what's going on and it was so cool like we felt the energy and we 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 knew you guys were going to win that game. Like you just, you really wanted it more than the other team, I guess. And like, that's how, that's so important to, um, to winning. So we were just pumped for you guys. Yeah, it was, it was just one of those things where it was such, it was such like a difficult time, just like in the world and in our lives. And, um, it was kind of like just this light, the only light in our lives that we had at the time. So we all just like, were so emotional and took it so seriously and it was literally just like something to feel so positive about um so i think that's also why we celebrated so hard was just because like we had finally like hit the finish line of something that was just so mentally and physically exhausting that we just i mean we were just so happy and like the locker room afterward was like absurd like you would have thought we would have won the world cup like it was, <laughs> I love it. Yeah, why it was so ridiculous <laughs> How long were you guys in Utah? Like how long was the, like the beginning to the end of it, your training included? We came maybe the 29th and then the final was what, July 26th. So it was like almost a month. And were you allowed to like go out to get food? Was it like a real, like a bubble? Like where you were stuck in, in the same place the whole time? Yeah, like only one person from the staff was allowed to leave at all times. Like we all had to stay at the hotel and he would have to, his name's Carlos. He would have to go and get food every single day and snacks. We, we weren't allowed to leave. We could order like Uber Eats and stuff, but we couldn't leave the hotel unless it was to go to the field or to get tested. I hate how they made such a big deal about the NBA doing this and you guys did it first and you did it better. <laughs> Annoying. There yeah, are so many, I feel like there are so many too. <laughs> Yeah, there are so many leagues who are like, oh, we're the first team to successfully do this. And it's like, no, you aren't. No, you're not. <laughs> well Dave we were just talking to Beast Mode Soccer Dave Copeland and he literally was like they should have made this a reality show for you guys to see to get to know the players like in you know in such a small space and everyone like just doing a bunch of stuff together and it would have been a great way to, for everyone to get to know the teams better too for the women's soccer but they they haven't done anything like that I feel like for women's soccer like yeah hockey and like football and all that stuff um but maybe in the future we'll we'll try and pitch it <laughs> yeah i feel like it was a good time where even though it probably wasn't the most desired type of season for you guys to have in terms of like fans everyone got like so much more invested in each team i think it's like week by week it like it was happening so fast i think everyone just got to see more pieces behind each team like i even just seeing the clips from the dash that they were posting like it made me invested in your team and like the type of environment and how like hype you guys would get. And you would never see that in a normal, like here's this weekend's NWSL game, you know, like it gave such a unique uh, 
I guess, just cram time of getting to see soccer nonstop that I think it got so many more fans on board. So I'm hoping that really helps with next season too. I'm praying that this never happens again. With yeah. <laughs> um, Well, Chrissy, what's next for you now? Um, I'm literally living day to day. I have no idea. It's so awkward. Um, just because like anything can change at any time. I just, I, I have a flight booked back to Houston the 23rd and we're supposed to resume training the 25th. Um, and then we honestly don't really know what's next. I mean, there are, um, there are things up in the air about, you know, like a, a shorter season. So like we might get a couple of games in, um, but honestly, like, I have no idea. It's so weird. Um, I would, I would love to like go and play overseas somewhere, but it's just really difficult to get over, um, like find a team, figure out the loan thing and stuff like that. So it's, it's a day to day thing for me. So it's very frustrating, but I mean, I'm a champ. Yeah. Yeah. So that's all that matters. And honestly, it's just so hard for everyone, everyone too. like, just know that you're not the only one going through that. Like, it's crazy. Even with business, like no one knows what the heck's going to happen like next week. (laughs) So you kind of have to just take it how you're taking it like day by day and and you'll be fine that's that's great though and enjoy your time off right now yeah yeah as much as you can um so i wanted to quickly uh alain what were you gonna say no i was just gonna say uh i think something that everyone has always been wondering is what is what was it like for the two of you growing up playing soccer like this competitively head to head with each other and you never i mean since you started playing till now you've never had a time when you both weren't playing in the same, you know, realm in the same leagues, playing against each other and everything. So what was that like growing up with someone that you could be super competitive against if you guys were competitive with each other or if you worked together? What was it like? Yeah, um, I think I've just talked a lot about how, like, Christy kind of paved the way for me. And I think um, as much as, like, I wanted to compete with her and compare myself to her all the time, I think that Christy did a really good job of, like, kind of just like being that representation of like you can make the national team and you can play at a division one college and you can play professionally. And she kind of like um, made it more real to me that I could do that too. Um, But then even just like these past couple of years and like playing against each other in the league and um, both like living the same lifestyle, I feel like sometimes with your family or friends, it's hard for them to understand like what you're doing and what you're going through and, why it's stressful and why you need to go train on Christmas and like these crazy things that we do. And to have someone in my family, like who totally gets it because they're going through it too, has been really good for me and Christy's relationship. And I think really helpful for both of us to have someone who like fully understands what it is we're doing and what we want and like why we like put ourselves through so much in order to like play at this level. I didn't even think about that, like how sometimes how misunderstood you are by your family when they're like, why can't you just lay off for a second or take a break or this? And you really can't make someone understand that. But that that's like a that that would make me a lot closer with my sister if I had one. But that's awesome. That's such a good point. What was your favorite memory together playing? Do you have one that like sticks out? Um, I think. I think what was really special for me, I mean, so far, I still think, or I still hope that we'll be able to play together one day. Um, but I think it was so special when 
I forget where we were, Sam. You you probably know, but were we in Spain when you when we both went in together and you got your first cap? We were at Algarve, so we were in Portugal, and um, Christy had been playing for the national team for a couple of years, so she had caps. But I it was like my first camp and my first time dressing for a game, and um, the coach was like, "Sam, go warm up." And then Christy go warm up. So we were down there warming up together. And I was like, there's no way. And then we subbed on the field at the same time. So like when I got my first cap, Christy was there and she was like literally right next to me. Um, So that's, I mean, if it's Christy's favorite memory, it's mine too. That's so That's so rare. I don't think, has any other player, did you guys make history? Has that ever happened? Well, so, I mean, I don't think that specific subbing on situation has happened before, but the Fair sisters um, both played for the national team like a while ago. So I think that it has happened before, but I think when we made the U17 World Cup team together, like that had never happened before. Like sisters had never made like a roster together. That's crazy. Yeah. That is really crazy. On the same team again. That's so cool. Sorry, Sorry what is again? I want you guys to play on the same team again. That's I know we've been It'll make it easier for your parents too. <laughs> I know we've been talking about it lately too. We're just like, we need to like somehow finagle this where we can play together at some point in our career. And we would love it if it was in Boston, but um, yeah, we, yeah, we always talk talking, about it and we think it would we be so talking fun. About that, about like the NWSL coming back to Boston and how cool that would be for the city and, um, how fun it would be for Christina to play at home and play together. Um, obviously, we don't think it's like in the plans right now, but if anybody's listening to this and knows what's going on, uh, you guys know who to call. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I also wanted to ask you guys too, because I feel like both of you are on top of your games right now. Like you're the, the best we've ever seen you guys play right now. Are you doing anything different at this point in time or? Like, I, I don't know, how do you think you're playing right now? First? <laughs> um, I, I just think, and I mean, I feel like I've said this in every single interview. I just feel like for the past couple of years, I, I've, been, I've been okay with just being like not bad, but not good. Like I've kind of just been like floating um, through the league like I, I didn't do anything bad. I just didn't do anything good either. And I was, I was fine with it. And then um, I tore my ACL and I, I think it just like triggered something inside of me to just be like, get your head out of your ass. Like you're like, this is your career. You need to take this more seriously. Um, not that I wasn't taking it seriously before, but I think I was just like, okay with being okay. Um so I think that definitely triggered something inside of me. And I think that I just have a different mindset now. Um, so yeah, I do definitely think that I just like feel better. I feel faster. I feel stronger. Um, I take the weight room more seriously. I run harder. I train harder. Um, so I, I think it's just a mindset thing for me. That's amazing. Cause not people usually come out of the other side of an ACL tear with the exact opposite, you know, like just yeah. be back or content to be healthy but now you've taken that and let it like kind of light a fire in you that's wants you to be better than you were before you came back. And that's so funny because Dave was just saying that yesterday. He's like, this is the best, the best Christy Muse I've ever seen. Is oh, coming out of her ACL tear. He's like, it's unbelievable. He's like, I've never seen that before in anyone. So 
Oh, and I'm sure so that inspires a ton of girls who have ACL injuries right now, since there's so many of them that they know it's yeah. possible to come back better than ever. So that's incredible. Yeah. What about you, Sammy? Um, I mean, no, I don't think I'm like, I, I mean, I don't think I had like the best tournament ever. I, I feel um, like I'm, I'm like eager to have more playing opportunities so that I can continue to work on my game and grow. Um, I think I'm like kind of in that mindset right now of just like wanting to become the best player I can be. And definitely this year has been a weird one so far. Um, so I'm excited for this opportunity I have here to, to play in a, in hopefully a full normal season and, um, hopefully continue to grow and improve. What are you hoping to learn from that, from playing with Man City? Yeah, well, I think, um, I feel like already just in talking to the coach, I, I'm hopeful that, um, I'll grow a little bit like tactically. I think that, um, I'm such an aggressive player and I love to go forward and I love to like create attacking opportunities, but I feel like sometimes I rush and I make like forced decisions and like kick the ball out of bounds or give it away. Um, because I'm like always trying to just go so fast and go forward and like attack, attack, attack. So I'm actually wondering and hoping that if playing, um, in a new like league and system and, um, in kind of a different like soccer culture, um, if I'll like be able to evolve in that way a little bit and kind of, um, grow in the sense that I can make smarter decisions and be a little bit more tactically aware of what's on. Um, I think I've just always been this like hundred percent, like let's go, go, go player. Um, so I'm excited to see if I can learn from the players that are here on the team and from the staff that's here and, um, maybe learn to like add some depth to that and to my decision-making. That's awesome. That's going to be that you're going to be living a, a regular normal season somewhere where you know that's like that's just gets such a stark comparison to how it is here right now yeah i well i hopefully everything goes smoothly <laughs> <laughs> do we want to end with some superlatives for them yeah let's do it yeah let's do it all right who is the most competitive out of you two i think we both are <laughs> You both wanted to answer <laughs> We're both, like, psychotic, but I think, like, when it comes to each other, like, we're both so supportive now that, like, if we were both shooting and we had 10 shots, I'd be like, go, Christy! Like, I want her to succeed, but I think we're both, like, very competitive. All right, but what if you're playing, like, a very dysfunctional game of Monopoly? Like, who's yelling first? Sam. <laughs> I'm we're also, like, a rules stickler. Yeah, like we're competitive about different things. Like sometimes I'm like, Sam, like you're being a psycho. Like stop, you're being a psycho. But then other times, like it's the complete opposite where like I'm the one being the psycho and she like doesn't care at all. It's, it's just like, completely different things. That's so funny. All right, who talks the most trash? Me. Yeah. Respect. <laughs> on, the, on the field? Sam, do you talk trash? Like I feel like you don't really. No, I feel like I, like, I don't know, maybe did it once in high school and I felt so bad that I, like, was like, this isn't you. <laughs> like, I'm so sorry. <laughs> yeah, like, it's, it's not me. <laughs> Who would make a better goalie? I don't know. I do, though. I have, like, a secret dream to be, like, a fourth-string goalkeeper and, like, have a miracle happen where I, like, get to play there for 10 minutes at the end of the game. Like, it's, like, I, if it ever happens, like, I will die happy. 
That sounds like my literal nightmare. You're the opposite of me. I would cry. Oh, I want to so bad. Like, sometimes I'll throw gloves on before training and, like, make the goalkeepers, like, throw me balls and be like, see, coach? That is (laughs) Keep that in the back of your mind. (laughs) Didn't that happen to someone on the U.S. Women's National Team, like, in the 90s? Yeah, Mia Hamm had to play. Yes. Oh, my God. About that. That'll be you. You'll do that. Here's hoping. (laughs) all right who argues with the referee more you guys are asking like questions that we both do obsessive like i feel like we would both absolutely obliterate the ref if given the opportunity (laughs) all right that's fair answer the thing about like sam's nicer about it like she'll be like ref that was terrible (laughs) <laughs> and I'll be, I like just go absolutely like, Black out. like rated R, like yelling, rated R. <laughs> All right, who is the better cook? Sam. Well, Sam's, Sam's husband, Pat, is like so good at cooking right now. Like it's his thing. And I feel like Sam, you know, way more. Like the other day, Sam was like, do you want to like put some olive oil on your avocado toast? And I was like, what? Yes. (laughs) And like, I didn't know you're supposed to do that, but it was 10 times better. I know. It's so good. (laughs) I've never had that. I should do that. Oh my God. So you get big salt and a little olive oil. It's so good, you guys. pepper flakes? Ooh. Yep. Yep. Sounds lit. Yeah. Sounds very lit. Um, who got in trouble more as a kid? Who was the bigger trouble Me. Can't you guys just tell from looking at her, she has like a little devil in, inside her. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, uh, oh, well, who sucks up more? Like to a teacher or to a hey. Sam. <laughs> like the polite ref voice. <laughs> yeah, I'm like a goody two shoes. <laughs> Who's more gross? Gross. <laughs> well, me. Birds like farts that could just be like uh-oh. picking your nose. I don't know. Doesn't well, shake practice. Christy like takes really good care of herself and is like beautiful and like does her hair and shaves her legs and I'm just kind of like a swamp creature. <laughs> <laughs> me too. <laughs> Honestly, well, that's you- me. I feel like that's been me this whole quarantine. Like, I don't freaking do my hair. Like, I just- oh Damn, Your hair looks nice. Look at this. <laughs> I'm going with like the- I feel, like, I feel like all of us just take our hair back for this and like yeah. hope for the best. Yeah. <laughs> this just keeps it in place. It's great. Well, I said to Sam, I was like, can I wear these or no? Or is that like inappropriate? <laughs> totally could have. <laughs> you remind me of like bridesmaids when she's on the plane. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, all oh, right who's more into music two more okay me who's more who's more spiritual or it's not either of you i don't think either we're not yeah we're not very like physical <laughs> science <laughs> what about superstitious are either one of you superstitious uh not really no are you sam no, not really. Yeah, not really. No. So interesting. I feel like I feel like usually, like the, when we talk to players on the U.S. team, especially, they're like, "Yeah, I do this, that, and the other thing." But like, it's kind of cool you guys aren't, because then you're not relying on 
like luck, I guess. <laughs> yeah, I feel like I've I've tried to be superstitious, but like I don't want to like exactly what you said, Carly. Like I don't want to like rely on my superstitions to like dictate whether or not I'm gonna play well. So like I I definitely have tried like certain things. Like I'll put one cleat on and then the other cleat on, and then like I'll put my shin guards in after warm ups. Like. I think I probably just naturally have habits that I do, but I don't want to have to rely on a superstition for like my mind to think I'm going to play well. Yeah. If that makes sense. That's the way it does. I feel like you guys are very different, but very similar at the same time. I don't know how to explain it. We get that a lot, actually. <laughs> yeah, I know. It is weird because like we are so different, but then we think alike on so many, on so much too. Yeah, and I feel like we, like, love, like, we're in so many ways, personality-wise, like, polar opposites, but then we, like, love laying on the couch and, like, watching reality TV and, like, like, it's just the best. Like, when we're together, I'm like, can we just rot all day? And she's like, yeah, <laughs> obviously. I like that, just rot all day. Rot all day. It should be, like, a yeah, motivational quote. <laughs> What's the reality it, show? It, should. it would motivate me. Do you guys like Bravo or what? Oh, Bravo. One, I love Bravo. So. Trash TV. Trash. <laughs> I like wake up at like five in the morning and just like have it on my phone. Like I have the app. Like I'm a little <laughs> I do too. We, um, we, when we were both home, um, we like just moved into this a new place and the, the house that lives there, like, so it's me, Pat, our roommate, our friend Brandon and Christy was all there. And every night it would get to a point in the night and we would just be like, is it time yet to turn on Jersey Shore from season one? <laughs> and we like literally restarted it from episode one. Oh. And every night we would just like watch it together as a household for like the whole week. It was so bad. But did you, are you guys caught up on that? Cause you know that Paulie and Wow are like kind of oh, about to- Well, we saw the end of, um, the we wedding. saw like the wedding. Oh, that was a disaster. It was a it was a disaster, yeah. Is, well, has there been new episodes since then? No, no. But okay, but it's coming back soon, I think. But we're team Mike. we love Mike now. He's just like really turned out. He's great. Just a really good person. <laughs> he is a really good person. <laughs> but like, um, if you watch back season one, you're like, there's no way that this is the same person. Like, <laughs> crazy. It, and it's so like politically, it's so politically incorrect too. Now, like, I feel like ten years later, it's just like. They say things that they could never say now. It's like shocking. <laughs> I need to go back and watch the beginning. Yes. Uh, you really, you re- we highly recommend it. It's the best. <laughs> Trash. <laughs> um, did everyone have sunglasses? Because I feel like we should take a picture now with all sunglasses. All right. Ready? One, two, three. Good. <laughs> <laughs> Well, thank you guys so much for, for chatting with us. We really appreciate it. Yes, thank you guys. So good to see you guys. Thanks, you guys. Thanks, guys. Bye. Bye. Bye.